0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on a huge night of Europa League action Celtic win away at Ferenc Varos To guarantee European football after Christmas And keep hopes of Europa League progression alive Rangers announced big financial losses But on the pitch last night's draw with Bronby Still leaves a fair chance of qualifying And Scotland will be without Grant Hanley For next week's crucial double header I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight to provide the fireworks Is Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans Congratulations Congratulations to Celtic and Rangers Four goals as good as you'll see anywhere last night You can argue over your personal favourite Mine would be Yota to put Celtic two up uh, Against Ferenc Varos And speaking of Yota Celtic will need to get him on a permanent deal soon Or the fans will be suffering from nervous anxiety The Rangers supporters very glad to see Ryan Kent back from injury And Hadji scoring another terrific goal but given those financial figures today, might those two players one day have to be sold to balance the books? Kenny Miller, good to have you along. It's all happening. Lots happening. Games last night, games tomorrow. Scotland have got injuries. There's financial losses at Ibrox. Where to start? You pick. Just another colourful week in Scottish <laughs> football, Gordon, yes, isn't it? It's uh, obviously, like you, two, two good results for our teams last night in the Europa League, which gets both teams with a, an opportunity mm-hmm. to qualify for the for the latter stage of the Europa League so that's good and obviously looking forward to a, a really good weekend of football absolutely 01419511025 that is the number you need it is going to be a busy Friday night so don't hang about pick up that phone and let Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans know what is on your mind obviously we'll start with last night so what did you make of it Celtic fans how pleased were you with that another impressive Attacking display The three front men All scoring as Hugh says Jota As the days go by Are you desperate for Celtic To try and make his move A permanent one What else did you take away From last night 01419511025 And Rangers fans Stephen Gerrard Clearly wasn't happy He made that triple change On the 55th minute He was not impressed With lots of what he witnessed But Still sitting there On four points As are Sparta Prague And have a very good chance Still of progressing. So what did you make of it last night? 01419511025. Give us a call right now. You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. But as usual, we would much rather speak to you on the phones. Um yeah, Hugh, I think obviously Celtic getting three points and Rangers only getting one. Uh-huh. Suggest Celtic's result well I mean is it's 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 a it's a win versus a draw, but you look at the two tables and they're kind of in similar Positions and in a strange way Rangers might have a better chance of progressing Just because of the way that the groups are, are playing out at the moment I think Rangers have a, a better chance of progressing uh, Celtic last night, terrific going forward um, Ironic that Steven Gerrard should say after his game I think I picked the wrong front three to begin with Celtic definitely picked the right front three to begin with Get Kyogo playing through the middle Where he is at his most dangerous And Celtic look at their most effective Yota has to be signed permanently He is too good to let go now And Abada uh, A very good piece of business By Celtic So The unfortunate thing for Celtic I think Next game Bayer Leverkusen mm. Last night Bayer Leverkusen took four off Real Betis Earlier in the group Real Betis took four off Celtic What does that say about Celtic Going to Germany? Tough one That's what it says Yeah I mean Kenny in, in many ways It was all about The front threes Celtic's functioning Exactly as Ange Postacoglu wants Even more impressive When you consider That they've all been Recruited recently 
um, And Ranger Stephen Gerrard Not happy at all with his But showing that he's got He's got spares You know Sitting on the bench That can come on And make a difference Absolutely I think it was uh, It was I mean having a player To Ryan Kent uh, Ability sitting on the bench And when you need someone to come on and, and give you a spark, it's a, it must be great for Stephen to have him back in his squad and, and available for selection. Uh, again, is it too soon for him to get him into the starting lineup? But with all the big games coming up, I think they'll want to get him up to speed as, as soon as possible and get him firing because he can make a big, big difference to that front three. In terms of it being the wrong front three, I think after the, the performance on Sunday, and I know uh, managers always look at games... Uh, it's, it's a different game It's a European game It's a way from home do you, do you maybe have to look at Different attributes mm-hmm. From the players that are in that front three But The nature of the performance on Sunday Probably Forced his hand a little bit In regards to Who he selected in that mm-hmm. front three But uh, Obviously last night it wasn't to be But again It's a positive result It's an away from, it's, it's a point away from home And in the European games If you get take care of your home games I know it's cliche And you mm-hmm. were to get a point or two away from home Over the course of your three games I think it's a recipe for success uh, So Rangers fans What is the best front three At the club at the moment then? I wonder what you think about that Because Steven Gerrard was clearly Not too impressed last night He's talking about maybe making changes What is the best Front three at the club who, who would you have this weekend and, and what are your options going forward Celtic fans how pleased are you with your front three on the back of last night that man Jota I'm not sure we'll get through another week on the show without talking about trying to make his move a permanent one if he keeps this up how much of a priority should that be and to both sets of fans how do you rate your chances of progression um, right let's take a, a bit more of a, a closer look at last night then start hearing from some of the managers that were involved, as we said, Stephen Gerrard in that first game out in Copenhagen. He admits he picked the wrong front three, as Hugh alluded to. He was delighted with Ryan Kent coming back, but disappointed with what he saw going forward before that triple change. Maybe I got the front three wrong today, or the front three didn't bring to the game what I wanted and what I expected of them. Probably two sides of it. But once we got the right players on the pitch with quality in the right areas, I thought we passed through them. I thought we looked more dangerous. And um, if any team was going to go on and win the game, it was us. But we, we left it too late by starting at half time. It was certainly a fantastic goal. Um, I thought Yanis and Ryan Kent were superb on the time that they were on the pitch. Um, it's great to have Ryan back. I think he'll give everyone a boost, not just inside the dressing room, I think the supporters. Um, we know when he's at it and he's, he's in that form, he's, he's so hard to stop. Um, and obviously, I might need to look at a, a different front three come the weekend. You ever seen him so visibly annoyed as he looked on the touchline, Kenny? Barely celebrated Rangers' goal. And like we said, I, I if it has happened before, forgive me, but I certainly don't recall too many triple substitutions on the 55th minute, which speaks volumes, doesn't it? It does. It, it suggests he it, it, it didn't like what he was seeing. You know? And he's, I think he's pretty, he's pretty open in his interviews post-match about how he feels and, and what he's seen. And we probably didn't need them to tell us that about the... The, the front three and All you need to do is look at the the substitutions that were made mm. you know? So he clearly wasn't happy Again it's I wonder what that right front three is You know that's that's a question we've posed uh, What do we think Again I don't think it would have been too far away I think Morelos as a, as a nine is uh, not been quite He's at the top of his game In terms of goal scoring I think his game has, has kind of slightly changed For what I've seen over the last kind of couple of months He's definitely playing a little bit deeper He's definitely coming mm. off the game more So uh, I think that's maybe limiting Again thinks it's limiting the chances is is shots and opportunities there's no doubt that's doing it Aribo's been in good form you know he's been in good form mm-hmm. I think 
Stephen alluded to it there The fact is it Was it the wrong front three Or was it just the front three Not bringing to what mm-hmm. I needed from that game And I would probably go with the latter in, in, in this case And I give the lads A bit of the benefit of the doubt But With the options that he has With Kent coming back With Hadji on the bench With Roof on the bench There's options mm-hmm. there uh, Scott is a Rangers fan On the line from Pollock Scott that one all draw last night Does that feel to you like A good point Away from home in Europe Or having seen Bronby Does it look like A, a missed opportunity a missed opportunity. That's, that's not even that. You couldn't even. She wouldn't worry about it. Went up the weekend there. We can match six one six one. Mm-hmm. I think that Broadway team is the same. As mother will, I think. Uh, even I can say this. I think. I think you're you're doing them a bit of a disservice. I must admit. Um, Hugh, we we did say you know, but Rangers falling behind and. You know, coming back, they were clearly a better level of opposition last night, and that. That that showed, you know, you, it's, I, you can't I, keep falling behind in matches. Yeah, of course. I, I accept, with the greatest respect to your hometown team, that Bromby uh, might beat Motherwell uh, in Nar- a one-off narrowly. game. Um, but I thought they were bang average, uh, and uh, and also prone to dreadful mistakes at the back. And I think Rangers should have won that match. Uh, and that's why Stephen Gerrard By the 55th minute Was the angry man That he clearly was um, So I think it was a, a missed opportunity They should have had all three points But They've got Sparta Prague next At Ibrox What a tumultuous night That is going to be For reasons that have nothing to do with football uh, And I think that favours Rangers With home advantage that night I know that crowds can't score at one end And keep it out the net at the other end But They'll be driving Rangers uh, in that particular match against Sparta Prague. But last night, Rangers did not come up to the mark. And that's why they were grateful to Ryan Kent and to Hadji for creating and scoring the goal. Uh, But yet again, I think for the ninth time this season, they go behind to begin with. He's got to cut that out, Stephen Gerrard. Kenny, does it feel, the same question to you, as much as on paper generally a point away from home in Europe is seen as a good thing Rangers have beaten better teams than this in the last few seasons haven't they and that's why to fans like Scott and others it will feel like a missed opportunity absolutely and, and I 100% agree with that I'm making a point that's a, that's a point mm. away from home yeah. we've seen even international games last week going away like, like to Pharaohs for Scotland it's, it's tough away from home in European football international football is tough Rangers we've got to remember have not been at the top of their game this year you know, they've not played as well as what they had done in previous European campaigns when they went toe-to-toe with these Portos and, and, and Feyenoords and Moscow's away from home. They were at the top of their game. This year, they're not quite firing. You know, so going away, absolutely agree. Rangers should have won that game last night. And by the way, am I right in saying there was no shots on target for Bromby? Mm. So it's another game that you've got through where they've, they've controlled... Mm. They've they've been the better team They've created the better chances And and, and they've came away with a point So yes, I agree It is two points dropped But like Hugh says With a home tie With Sparta Prague in a few weeks I think that's a real opportunity To to go and really cement That second spot in the the table Alright, we've lost Scott For some reason 01419511025 I think Peter's also um, on there Though Peter's a Rangers fan what did you make of last night then Peter I guess same question to you is, is it a missed opportunity or do you take the positives and, and look at a point gained on the road in Europe well I think even the manager who I love but I don't agree with him tonight with his comments I think we'd have took four I think we would have took four points before the double header I think Gordon would be unlucky you know he scored at Ibrooks. Alfredo Morelos if that one does it, the, the, the corner goes in it could have been 3-4 you don't know 
And I've got to be honest, I'm not too happy about I'm not too popular with a lot of the Rangers fans anyway. But I disagree with the manager this time. Delivered 55, love him to death, but many times with Joe Aribo, Fashion Zakala and Morella started again once in a away game in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, I get that side of it, Hugh. I mean, after Sakala scoring a hat trick, you know, I, I said to you earlier before the game started that I, I believe in momentum. I believe you've mm. got to give him the chance to see if he can mm. carry on from what he did against Motherwell. So I, I can't accept that Sakala was a mistake. Morelos is a Rangers uh, all time top European goal scorer. So how can he be a mistake to start with? And Joe Aribo. As Kenny yeah. said Has had a, a good what, what about that though Because we, we did speak about this In the sort of Monday, mm. Tuesday Kenny saying Right so Carla scored the hat-trick Does he have to start the, this game and, and Hugh's view was yes And some people would kind of say Obviously you know You can't drop a guy That scores a hat-trick But ultimately You you do have to Pick the, the best team to, to win that game Was it I don't want to be harsh on him This is clearly not about him He didn't do anything Any worse than, than anyone else But you know, it's one thing going and scoring a hat trick. That doesn't mean you're automatically the right pick for every every other game going forward. Not at all. Again, I, I did. I, I touched on that earlier in the week as well. That the fact that he scored a hat trick for me puts Stephen in a in a really really awkward position. Like you have to play him, sort of thing. Because it's it's and you know what? I'm sure he's big enough and experienced enough to make the decision had he not wanted to play Sakala. But by scoring a hat trick, you put yourself. In that position to say I'm starting You know And it would have made a big big call for Stephen Not to start him But Managers prepare games And I'm sure Stephen had been thinking his team for the Thursday night Even before that a ball was kicked Against Mullerwell He would have knew that game was coming And he knew he probably knew why we would want to attack the game And players he would want to mm-hmm. use in the game Fashion Sakala might not have been part of that but by scoring the hat trick, he's probably forced his hand into it, or he's forced himself into mm-hmm. those plans. So I'm not saying it was right or wrong, but it was a big, big call if you were to leave him out after scoring a hat trick. Well, the manager's suggesting Peter he might change that front three going forward. How would you feel about that? What, what do you think are the best options available? Well, unusually, I agree totally with Mr. Keevans. Give the oh. guys a chance. Give the guys a chance. Me and she have been arguing on and off for about 10 years on the law, I've never met him. And I agree, I agree with him totally. Uh, you've got to give him a chance. Big Jory would be pushed further forward. They're trying a wee slightly different formation, in my opinion. I'm not an expert. But give him a chance. Uh, I mean, Hugh, this is the thing. We, we will naturally focus on specifically what Rangers did or specifically what Celtic did. But the reason that it isn't the end of the world, far from it, is the way the rest of the groups panned out, as Kenny's mm-hmm. mentioned. Rangers have got four points. Is that what they would have set out to get after th- um, after four games? I'm pretty sure no. But Sparta Prague are sitting on four points, and now Rangers need to welcome them yeah. uh, to Ibrox and everything that goes into that fixture. So yeah. it's it's very much there if, in Rangers' hands if they want it. Everyone knows what's going on with Sparta Prague and Glenn Kamara, and everyone who will beat Ibrox that night will want Rangers to. Eliminate Sparta Prague For Rangers own good But also as If you like Retribution against Sparta Prague So it's a major night For Steven Gerrard And the players um, And they obviously feel That with home advantage They're good for that um, I, I go back to the point Steven Gerrard to an extent Was damned if he did And damned if he didn't last night If you don't play the hat-trick guy And things go wrong Why didn't you pick the hat-trick guy? 
And if you do pick the hat-trick guy And things go slightly wrong In the form of two points dropped Then he's getting it in the neck for that as well But I, I, the bottom line for me He had to start with Fashion Sakala Still fancy Rangers' chances of progressing, Peter? Yes I think we'll beat Sparta Prague And I was in Leon The last time we played them We beat them 3 nothing. I might make a trip just as a lucky mascot I think we'll go through It'll be a tough test But enjoy your trip If you do go 01419511025 Celtic fans We're about to hear from Ange Postacoglu And what he made of last night So why not Pick up the phone And tell us What you made of it 01419511025 You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here It's 01419511025 To talk to them And let them know what you made of last night's football Or anything else that you might have on your mind Ange Postacoglu says Celtic's away win Has given them a new belief that they can progress Kyogo, Jota and Abada all scored In the 3-2 win against Ferenc Varos in Budapest The manager says it wasn't an easy task But he's delighted It's not easy to win away from home I mean even I think yeah, our own record in, in Europa away from home um, it's, you realise how difficult it is to win um, and you know to score three goals as well I think it does it gives you a belief that okay we're, we're, we're giving ourselves a chance now um, it's two games to go in the group and you know we've given ourselves an opportunity to get out of it and that was our aim at the start and we obviously got off to a bit of a slow start um, you know, having said that, we were great in Batiste. You know, we just ended up on the wrong side of a four-three score line, but we gave as good as we got. And um, you know, hopefully now the boys have gained belief with what's happened tonight that we can uh, get a couple of results in the last two games. Let's bring in Frank, who's a Celtic fan. What did you make of last night, Frank? Um, absolute pride. I think Ange and the the players have brought. European pride back to Celtic now, some people may belittle that but I think you look at where Celtic were last season and getting embarrassed in Europe and the history as Ange rightly says and away in the Europa we've not been that good but I felt last night Celtic were fantastic yet again to watch going forward Jess they're always going to give you a bit of a fluttery heart at the back at times but absolute pride that Ange has got Celtic back on the European stage six points so far in this group is, is good we gave a good performance away to Betis and, um, and another day could have took something from that game which might actually come back and bite us in terms of qualifying from the Europa but I think we're now guaranteed European football after Christmas and, and again I just think Ange has done an amazing job so far did I think the team would be in such a good place so quickly no um, there's been one or two frustrations along the line but this is a man that's changed the whole squad the football and his three forward signings just lit, lit up the game last night particularly Jota and Kyogo are phenomenal and I think the impact that Kyogo's having is up there with one of the best impacts I've seen at Celtic in the last 10 years so well done Ange well done Celtic absolute pride as, uh, as a Celtic fan yeah, Hugh was so happy with Kyogo's performance He was going to dye his hair um, In tribute, see if he could pull off the same look I don't think you can manage it, I must admit I'm glad no. you've been talked round But what, what can you say about that front three, Hugh? Because Kenny keeps saying you know, Away in Europe is, yeah. is tough And they've just been signed And so we always hear about How long it takes to settle And new football and all the rest of it yeah. Celtic have gone to Mitchelland and scored They've gone to Jablonets and scored four They've gone to Alkmaar and scored They've gone to Betis and scored three They've gone to Ferenc Varos and scored three So yeah. in an attacking sense, no issue at all 
No, I think back to Yota's incredible pass to Kyogo to get the goal that beat Ferencvaros at Celtic Park. Uh, last night, Frank was entitled to every ounce of his pride at watching Kyogo, Yota, and Dabada. Um, all scoring, all looking as dangerous and as entertaining as they did. I'm, I'm not trying to rain on Frank's parade, but there's also a sense of perspective needed here. Bayer Leverkusen scored four goals against Celtic at Celtic Park. Bayer Leverkusen took four off Real Betis last night. And they are mixed up mm. for Celtic. And it's going to be an almighty call to say that Celtic can get through that unscathed. Yota, Abada and Kyogo will do their bit. However, it's at the back and Frank is not denying that at the back Celtic are flaky. They need to go to a club like Leverkusen and try to have a near-perfect defensive performance if they are to avoid what mm. could be mm. a real tough night. Yeah, I'm sure we'll assess that challenge in, in more detail closer to the time. If, if we look at last night, Kenny and, and Hugh also referenced that the goal that, that in the last game, the, the quality of goal that they're scoring in Europe would be of great delight to Frank and the Celtic fans, I'm sure. The attacking football, the personnel that they've got going forward has not been in question at any point. Mm. I mean, since I've came back and I've been on the show three, four times now, every week we're talking about it. There's some real, real quality mm. in Celtic's attacking play. There's no getting away for that. It's just, yeah, we'll, we'll go through it in a few weeks' time and, and, and look at the game against Leverkusen. But when you're talking about playing these top European teams and with the greatest respect to Leverkusen, this is not even the top, like the top level. They can hurt you. If you've not mm -hmm. got something right between in, on your defensive side of the game, and that's the question marks that I've put towards what's going on at, at Celtic Park at the moment is when you put again. I know last night was Beaton, McGregor, and uh, and David Turnbull that are in midfield three, and I think Callum McGregor definitely gives you a little bit more in a defensive sense than what Turnbull and Rogers do. So maybe that's maybe that's like that's part of the reason, and, and maybe that's something they can look at going forward. But defensively. I think they're vulnerable, you know, and I know we had the three clean sheets in a row or whatever it was a, a few weeks back, but they are vulnerable. And against those top, top level mm. players, they're maybe just loose. And, and I know Andrew's never, ever, ever going to change his philosophy, his identity, that team. But you can be a lot, you can make tweaks, you know, you can make tweaks for game to game. Something to give you a little bit more structure, a little bit more of a defensive uh, setup that gives you the best chance, by the way, to allow those three attacking players to go and hurt mm. teams. Um, Frank, uh, would I be hard pushed to find a Celtic fan who doesn't think they should get the wheels in motion and sign Jota permanently? No, I think that that would be a perfect Christmas present if that came off. Because um, what a young talent he is, and uh, um, I was listening to some guys last night say, so makes you wonder how good Benfica's youth squad must be if they're uh, willing to give this young lad up. He is exceptionally talented. Um, and that's the other thing about that Celtic team: there's a lot of young players in it, and. I think um, just to challenge Kenny on his um, bit about tweaking things, I think Mir Beaton coming into the team um, does prove that he put a bit of a more defensive midfielder on it. Okay, it freed McGregor up, but I think everybody keeps saying Andrew's got one way of playing, and I get that, but I do think he has made some tactical changes that people are overlooking at times for certain games. And um, yeah, it's a phenomenal start. There's been a couple of bumps. My, my young lad was with me on Saturday and we battered the, belt, the door down against Livingston and you were frustrated walking out of Parkhead after losing two points. But um, that's going to happen. But going from where we were last season to where we are now, 
um, it's good to see a smile back in the faces of Celtic mm. fans yeah, I guess that's a fair point, Kenny. You want to come back to, yeah. to what Frank was saying. I've just a question, Frank, on on that. Like, Beaton played last night. Do you think Beaton would have played had Rogic been fit? Um, it's a good question, Kenny, and uh, we, we don't know. I know Hugh keeps saying it, um, but sometimes you, you can't comment on what's not actually happened. But um, I, I, I genuinely don't know. Um, but he has made some tweaks. I think away Aberdeen, Kenny, he done it. Uh, if you can remember, he brought Beaton back for that game, and that was a critical. You'd almost say a critical win under Ange was that that decision that day when Celtic went up there and played, maybe played a wee bit more conservatively, got the first away win, and things have turned. Celtic have been unbeaten since then. They've only had one game they've not won, which was at home to Levy. They've won six and drawn one since that day. So he does tweak it occasionally. Um, and, I, and I certainly see it um, Going to the games And watching them I think clearly Hugh Where Frank And other Celtic fans Will be delighted Is this notion of, of progress I, I don't mm. think anyone Would pretend That, that Bayer Leverkusen Is going to be easy Or that Celtic Are going to scoosh Through this group But Frank said a statement There about you know Where we've come from From last season yeah. The size of the rebuild Last season's Europa League campaign Saw Celtic Go away to Sparta Prague And, and lose four uh-huh. And do the same at home yeah. And they get knocked out By Ferencvaros early on You know so th- These are The types of things th- These are the markers By which the Celtic fans Are, are comparing things yeah. And that's why they're feeling good About what they're seeing In a relatively short space of time And credit for that Has to go to Ange Coglu Because what he inherited Was a shambles He inherited a club Who had Had An unqualified Unmitigated disaster of a season Domestically and in Europe And it is to his credit That supporters like Frank can come on And say they feel a renewed sense of pride When you're in Ange Postacoglu's position however Every game is a test When he goes to Dundee on Sunday It's another test Because two points were dropped against Livingston Rangers extended their lead to four points Celtic have got to make sure that they pass the test at Dens Park Now, Dundee haven't had a great season But they're on the rebound from a very good result And they're at home And there'll be a terrific crowd For Ange, in a season of transition Every day's a school day And there's another one coming up on a Mm. Sunday Uh, Thank you to Frank Brian is also on the line What pleased you most about last night, Brian? I just think, honestly The the tempo that they played the game at um, Bear in mind there's been better Celtic teams that have gone away in Europe and lost. Um, and, and I hear some of the boys there saying about um, trying to go defensive and trying to um, push the, the the game out defensively. I don't think that we need to do that. If the personnel, now I'm not saying they're all there yet, but if the personnel in the game Play the way that Ange wants them to play, and we've seen it in, in fits and starts. And uh, uh, the, as we rightly said, the rebuild has been incredible. Hugh, you're a wee bit overzealous in your absolute unmitigated disaster, but it's a game of football. You're right; it was a poor, it was a poor season in relation to the nine years that they've won. So Celtic, as a club, were not in disaster. They just didn't get going last year. They were in the wrong. The wrong manager with the wrong players. Uh, it was just like everything was coming to an end. So that sounds well, quite disastrous, Brian. Well, if the manager was wrong and the players were wrong, what, Brian, what was right? Brian, let me do it by the numbers. Celtic were second, twenty-five points behind Rangers. Off the back of a quadruple treble, they went out of cup competitions to Ross County. 
And the whole season When you take in the, the European games Losing eight goals Home of the way to Sparta Prague And this was the season where Celtic Craved, desired, hungered for Ten in a row it was a disaster, Frank. Anyway, you were compliment, you, you were complimenting Ange Postecoglou. We're a bit too close to the travel to keep arguing about whether last season was or or wasn't a disaster. Yeah. That, that the hunger that, that Brian speaks about, Kenny, and everyone knows it's that sort of high tempo. You look at the first goal. Yes, it's a mistake from Ferenc Faros, but only because Celtic can have forced them into that mistake. Are there another? Was it the? Forgive me. I think it was the third one. If you're looking at maybe a bit of David Turnbull's game that's apparently lacking, he's the one that goes tracking back on the halfway line, pushes someone off the ball, and so that you know that they have to go and win the ball back as well. It's not all about getting it and playing nice passes. Absolutely, and it's you know it's it's a mistake, but it's an enforced mistake, mm-hmm. and then that mistake must be punished. You know, and that's again, and we'll say it again, going forward, that type of thing, and that that is a defensive aspect to Angie's play how, how he wants his team to go about it again I'm not I, I never said so just, just just clear this I wasn't saying that Celtic should go defensive I wasn't, mm. wasn't saying that at all I just was saying there can be a little bit more of a pragmatic approach when you potentially not just away but even at home as seen with Leverkusen where you get dismantled by a really really good team that you can have a little bit these little tweaks and, and Frank in the, in the last call had alluded to it that they do and that's great because I think when you go to Leverkusen you definitely have a little bit more one eye on what that they're going to be doing to you mm-hmm. because if you turn up and they turn up unfortunately I would say Leverkusen mm-hmm. are going to win um, I mean Brian we're in danger of running out of praise for, from you Celtic fans for Kyogo and, and Jota these guys I guess are just getting you off your seat at the moment Absolutely. They, I mean, that's the kind of guys that actually get you going to watch football. He, he the young guy, Kyogo, um, you know, Angie was brought in and there was there was a lot of humming and on and for guys in the media, for fans that I know, who is he, what does he know, this guy has got to be back 100% because if he's picking up gems like a Kyogo, um, then he's got, you've got to get into his book and find out what other players that he's got for that side of the world and bringing them in to Celtic because I think even Rangers fans fellow friends of mine that are Rangers fans um, have said that wee guy is something special and I mean my problem is down the year a year and a half two years are we going to be able to keep a hold of him because Celtic's been a selling club for a while you know Victor Wanyama um, through uh, Big Van Dyke but we're, we're unearthing these players but this guy's got to be back 100% if he wants to find those players and play that system mm. then that's the kind of football we want to watch it's, it's, we used to call it the Celtic way I think we've seen this the first day since you know for a, for a long time What specifically have you made of Kyogo Kenny because I know you played striker many times and you keep a close eye on these things how would you assess and evaluate his game? He's made a big impact A huge, huge impact to a team Where he's coming from An unknown league Really again And that's probably one of the advantages That Ange has got He's worked in the league And I'm sure there's I think he has had says in the past Interviews that there's maybe a few others mm-hmm. From that from that league he would look to bring in It's a, probably a market that Most teams Definitely in, in the UK Might not be looking at So he's got, a, he's got an advantage there But with Kyogo to come here at the age that he has, at the size of club Celtic is, and make the mark that he has in the first first three months of the season, it is phenomenal. He plays on the shoulder. He's always a goal threat. Again, I don't like it when he gets shoved out wide because I think it changes his game completely. 
when he's through the middle, he's a constant threat and he's a nuisance. He's all, you can see the centre backs; they're always looking at their shoulder for him because he's all, he's always there. He's always looking to get through on that goal. So he's made a huge, huge impact. And I think that that's that ten goals he's now got in, in his first. 15 games, 16 games mm-hmm. as a Celtic player it's, it's an outstanding return Thank you Brian 0141 951 1025 It's a great time to call because you could be up next 0141 951 1025 This is Scottish Football's League Leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans are here It's 0141 had big games coming up in the Premiership Lots of other stories doing the rounds as well So if you want to get in touch Please do, on the phones or on Twitter Brian is a Rangers fan from Bishop Briggs What are you thinking after last night, Brian? Hey guys, how are you doing? Good, thanks um, It's just to touch on something that uh, Hugh Keane said at the start of the show And I 100% agree with him I mean, can you imagine if last night Stephen Gerrard put a team out And Fashion Sakala wasn't in it? I mean, there would be Rangers fans on here the night screaming because of his performance uh, against Motherwell, which rightly so. And just going back to his front three choice, I don't. I think you would have struggled to find a Rangers fan last night seeing that team and going, "Oh, I don't, I don't know about Sakala, or oh, I don't know about Morelos up front, or oh, no, I don't know." I mean, I, I, I just don't think that he should be taking too much of the the blame, so to speak, for what happened last night. I mean, I think if anything, tactically. What he done was really good Especially in the second half I mean they brought on Hadji, Kent Which by the way Great to see Kent back I thought he made a huge difference But He brings the two players on And then They make the goal I just think Last night I I don't really think as well It should be I mean it's a missed opportunity In a way As, as points uh, Are concerned However I mean It was Balogun's It was a Balogun own goal That they got brought on by the goal I don't think anything or other that if, that, if that own goal didn't, if that, didn't happen it would have been a 1-0 all day. I'm just, just wondering what you think. Take well, it away, uh, whatever uh, one of you. Again, I, I go back to the point that if he doesn't play him, Sakala, mm-hmm. uh, then he's open to criticism. He did play him. Fact of life. He picked the front three. They didn't do well. What what, what was it that they didn't do, Kenny, that, that, that made Stephen Gerrard so obviously unhappy? I, said, I, just, I just don't think they were as... Energetic they, they were as effective as, as what they were mm-hmm. at the weekend You know For long spells of the game On Sunday as well It was They were up against it Yeah they were dominant And yeah mm-hmm. you could see It was coming But things just weren't Quite happening as well But then they get the trigger They get the goal And then they get the other goal You mm-hmm. know And the second half Obviously was a, was a formality After that Last night we just never Reached the same performance Again I agree I agree with what you said I agree with what the callers Are saying about it Definitely agree with Brian I think Stephen has been Hard on himself But Clearly, as, as, as a manager, he's looking at it and he's thinking, there's something clearly been in his head that he has thought about making a change. That, that, I think that, that, to me, is pretty clear. He's thought about making a change in that area of the pitch and maybe he's went against his better judgment and he's thought, but Brian did is right. There's nobody saying that front is wrong, yeah. apart from Steven Gerrard. And that's why I think maybe... In his mind, he's thought about making a change because he thought it maybe just wasn't quite right for that particular mm. game. But you were right earlier on, Gordon, when you pointed out that he was visibly animated, Stephen Gerrard. That, um, in the time that he's been here, we haven't seen him look like that. Uh, it was almost a, a look of disgust at times. Uh, so, that happens. It will happen when Kenny comes back into management. It happened to have Ange Postacoglu on Saturday he left Kyogo on the bench. Uh, it's not to say that had Kyogo played from the start, mm. Livingston would definitely have been beaten. However, K- 
Kyogo is for the Celtic supporters The go-to guy He's The sunshine boy If he's on the park Everything's fine And he wasn't And It, it didn't go well For Ange Postacoglu And he had to acknowledge That fact And bring Kyogo on It happened to Stephen Gerrard last night Picked the front three He didn't have a good night And In actual fact He comes out of it Relatively Comfortable Because He did make the changes And the changes worked He got a point Whereas he was on To a defeat Brian where are you at With Alfredo Morelos then Because he would obviously Be part of that front three You go back to the 1920 season He's In fact the 18-19 season as well You know he's Scoring for fun And then last season The goals Drop off a bit But he's still got A good number of assists And all the Rangers fans Are saying look This is not a problem Because you're winning every week And you're winning Trophy Winning the league other players are scoring loads And he still had a good number of assists Now it looks like the goals And the assists are Dipping a little bit So How much does he come into this Criticism of the front three? Um, I don't really know I mean I know For a fact I don't think anybody can Can argue with it His link up play Has got so much better Over the, the past wee while um, I think it's just a case Of waiting on him Hitting that form again Because I think every Rangers fan In fact every football fan That knows Alfredo Morelos Knows that when he's on form he puts them in for fun And I, I think it's just a case of, I don't think we should be Too quick to criticise him As much either Due to the fact that He's saved us on many occasions He's scored so many goals for us So um, I don't I, I, I just don't think that He should be under too much criticism As of yet Because um, it's just I think it's just A little bit of a dip in form uh, once, once he hits form again uh, he'll, he'll, he'll score them for fun Can I just say one thing to Kenny Miller Of course please, you can Before I go uh, Kenny, just to say it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you You've given me some of my happiest memories at Ibrooks, uh, Just because you're on the show tonight I just thought I'd take the opportunity to say Probably Brian, thanks very much mate, appreciate that right. Take care, cheers guys It's not often people are nice to each other on this show That's good you know, I'm you not know, sure that'll catch on I don't know if Kenny agrees with me I've, I've, I've said it in this programme Rangers should have sold Morelos and got money for him When he was hot And I don't think they'll get the money for him now I mean I get this stuff Kenny I get that the Rangers fans are still finding a positive when he'll drop 30 yards from goal take the ball in and then pass it out wide and and, and fair enough and he may, by the way he may well come good and he may well go and bang them in I, I can't tell the point I was trying to make is Stephen Gerrard hooked him after 56 minutes last night just you know what that, that tells you he's wants more he was clearly he was part of the issue otherwise he would have stayed on when you bring Hadji and Kent on and think you know what they can maybe come on and, and, and supply Morelos so clearly it wasn't like in what he was seeing for Alfredo either like, you know, I will say Alfredo's game is changing has it changed mm-hmm. for the better? I don't know I think his all round game is 100% better and it has improved as seasons went on the way he's playing now and coming in and he's looking after the ball so much he'll receive it for one side he's switching to the other side it's when he does that I would just like him to think nothing other than getting in the box to be on the end mm. Iborna Barisic James Taverniers Bassies or Patterson's crosses because where he gets his goals he's had so many goals from those kind of supply lines over the last four years and it's probably second six yard box mm. middle of the goal when the crosses are coming with the quality they're coming in and he's mm-hmm. the one that's on the end because he's a big powerful figure and he's had so many goals like that so it's when he does that it's great but get to where yeah. you know you're going to get your goals so I, I'm, I was trying to introduce that through the lens of, of Stephen Gerrard I'm not trying to display what I think but he's been quite outspoken about Alfredo Morelos this season He's then taking him off after 56 minutes. I think the point I'm trying to get is Steven Gerrard clearly doesn't think, oh, his link up plays so magnificent that, that you know, he obviously still thinks the overall package, he wants more from. He said it publicly. 
Absolutely, and and that's why they have players that can come in. You know, it was uh, two, three years ago when uh, when Jermaine Defoe came to the club. Jermaine had run on the team. If Alfredo wasn't doing his job, he's got somebody that can take his spot. Unfortunately, before uh, before Jermaine came in, there probably wasn't that that that's anybody pushing mm-hmm. Alfredo to maintain his place. Now you've got Defoe. You've also got Kamar Rufik who, who can go through the middle. So there is options there. Clearly last night he wasn't happy with what he was seeing. For me, Alfredo needs to play for Rangers when he's at the top of his game. And when he's at the top of his game, he's all action, he's physical, he's powerful, and he scores goals. And that's something that's probably not been quite at for a, about a year or so now. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Right, come on then, keep your calls coming. And if you want to play Beat the Pundit, you need to phone right now, between now, I should say, and seven o'clock. 01419511025. The chance to kick off your weekend by humiliating Kenny Miller or humiliating Hugh Keevens. How good does that sound? You do need to call before seven, so be quick. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller are here 0141-951-1025 We kicked off looking back on Celtic's victory and Rangers draw in the Europa League last night so if you've got any thoughts on them keep them coming uh, Rangers announcing big financial losses today as well of course we'll perhaps touch on that very soon indeed Scotland are without Grant Hanley there are big games coming up this weekend so whatever is on your mind the number you need to share it is 01419511025. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, beat the pundit time. Hugh Keevens, terrible form this season. Relegation fodder, this guy, honestly. He's, he's that's, a, that's a compliment. It is indeed. Have you played before, Kenny Miller? No. You've just observed. Yeah. But you're now. You're now a fully fledged member of this madhouse, I'm afraid. So you're you're in, whether you like it or not. If the coin lands, I'm due a debut. That's for I, sure. I think you are. I think you'll be all right. I think yeah. I fancy your chances. Robert is in East Kilbride tonight. How's it going, Robert? Nah, not too bad, mate. Yourself? Not bad at all. Ke- we, we've never heard Kenny Miller in action, Robert. We've got no idea what he's capable of. Do you think you could be the man to share his debut? Nah, I don't want to be. I don't want to say I can and I can't <laughs> he's, he's heard this before He's he sitting on the fence <laughs> No he knows If you dive in and then you lose He's, he's protecting himself uh, Heads it's Hugh Evans. Tails it is Kenny Miller And it's Tails Kenny You've got the debut Hugh's delighted Look at the look in Hugh's face He was needing a break He steps back from his mic Let's give Kenny some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he can't steal Robert's answers Robert only a few things you need to know It's pretty straightforward You can pass if you want That's number one So if you don't know it Pass and we'll move on And just answer as many questions Right as you can In these 30 seconds Okay Sorry. Good man Your 30 seconds starts now Who scored Rangers equaliser Against Bronby last night Yeah had you. What nationality Is former Celtic player Stefan Mahi Swedish Name the only player In the current Scotland squad Who's got more than 10 goals For the national team Again. How many SPFL teams have Thistle in their name? Sure. Who pulled out of the Scotland squad today through injury? Grant Hanley. Who's expected to be announced as the new Barcelona manager? Bye. Okay, let's bring Kenny Miller back. Kenny, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Loud yep. and clear, good stuff. 30 seconds on the clock. <laughs> Kenny Miller's beat the pundit debut starts. Now, who scored Rangers equaliser against Bronby last night? Hadji. What nationality is former Celtic player Stefan Mahi? Swedish. Name the only 
player in the current Scotland squad who's got more than 10 goals for the national John team? John How many SPFL teams have Thistle in their name? One. Who pulled out of the Scotland squad through injury? Did he? Grant Hanley. Who's expected to be announced as the new Barcelona manager? Javi. What nationality was Aberdeen manager Eb Skovdal? Norwegian. Who played more games for Rangers? Craig Moore. And you can take your time. I've finished. Uh, I've started the question. Craig Moore or Arthur Newman? Arthur Newman. Okay, okay. Robert, how do you think it went? That's done me. Do you think so? He's done me a peach. I thought you were all right, Robert. Who, Robert, who's laughing in the background? <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Who is that, Robert? That's the van driver. Well, you tell you what, you're brave to play in front of an audience as well. I, I'd be. I'd, that would be. T- who's the? What's the van driver's name? Alan Alan the van driver Nice to have you along Alan Let's go through them um, Who scored Rangers equaliser Against Bronby last night Yanis Hadji You both got it How did this happen How did you both think That Stefan Mahi was Swedish French Yeah you had me Yeah, You had me worried Because I'm thinking Of all the nationalities no, no, no. You could have gone no, no, for I was born in Sweden You that both was went in Sweden <laughs> Very strange That was Richard Goff <laughs> um, Yes yeah, so I don't really know What happened there But he is French So it's one all John McGinn's the only player In the Scotland squad With more than 10 So we're level at this point How many SPFL teams Have Thistle in their name Kenny Among his 45 former clubs Is Partick Thistle But he's forgotten about Inverness Caledonian You know Thistle. what I thought I thought he meant Ah oh, right okay, okay. Uh, yeah. And Robert got it So Robert's in front At this stage Grant Hanley Has pulled out Of the Scotland squad Robert stays in front However Kenny equalised With Xavi Who is expected To become The new Manager of Barcelona Did you apply for that one Kenny Or did you No no I left that one alone, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Not big enough for me that. See Robert This is the thing This is the key To answer quickly Because Kenny got through More questions And he knew That Eb Skovdal uh, Was the Was Danish no, that, no, 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 no 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 Oh Actually, no he got no, it wrong yeah. Sorry yeah you did get that wrong My apologies um, Are we still level at this point then? Yep. Yeah Brian, we are Brian As soon as I say that and Brian Loudrup Sonko Don't you know Ebby Scobdow Brian Loudrup Sonko Seriously? Yeah Wow I th- Check that one out I'm going to need to check it But it sounds I, good I read it in Brian Loudrup's column this week Oh it so must be right then both It must be right then Take your criticism back <laughs> Okay sorry uh, Who played more games for Rangers Craig Moore or Arthur Newman? 50-50 chance It was Craig Moore was it? <laughs> So Was that level? Was that a draw? Uh, that means we're going to go to a tiebreaker With Robert and Kenny So What we'll do Is I'll get The question up and running I'll get Kenny to write his answer down And I'll then get you to give me your guess Robert Okay? Uh, no worries Let's do it I like this question Utterly bizarre And how you're meant to know this I don't know It's the closest two though Kenny That's the way we do it So Of the 42 teams in the SPFL how many of them feature the letter A in their name? So it's just a bit of a lottery. Take a guess. There are 42 teams in the SPFL. How many of them feature the letter A in their name? Write it down and show me it, please. Quickly. Let's see what he's got. All right. Robert, what are you going for? 32. Robert goes 32. Kenny goes 25. The answer is 20. Seven Kenny Miller with the victory Oh Robert honestly Unlucky you put, Robert You put up a good fight Robert And your van driver It was nice to speak to you Hard lines uh, No worries mate Thank you Good man Thank you Robert and Alan Take care Have a good evening See that Hugh Did you see how much that meant to him Oh yeah Look at him One for one Celebrating Honestly And do you know what That's what you were That's me done by the way That's what they say later that, That's what you were like as a player Celebrated every goal As it, if it meant the world to it's you It's an Andy Halliday job isn't it 
Yeah. What's that? Well, Andy is the the king of the beat the pundit. Well, Roger Hanna, I'd say, but Andy's a close second. But he takes it badly if anything goes wrong. Yeah, no, I, I like that. That's what I like. I like to see that from you, taking it seriously, uh, celebrating when it goes well, and if it ever goes wrong, see, that's it, I've, I've equal disappointment. An, an attitude problem. To you do. Yeah, you're too indifferent. Yeah. You just brush off the defeats. You want to share your favourite. Catchphrase with Kenny Just so that he knows What he's getting himself in For working with you I move from one mistake To the next With no loss of enthusiasm <laughs> <laughs> It's not bad It gets him back Every day's a school day yeah. you say that 01419511025 On the phones At Clyde SSB On Twitter um, We've got I was just looking at The television screens We were talking about Grant Hanley Being out injured You've got John McGinn Up against Shea Adams In English Premier League tonight So hopefully they come Through that one uh, unscathed Last thing we need Is any more call-offs Ahead of mm. next week It'll be a nervous weekend um, On that front So no Grant Hanley We'll maybe elaborate On that later on uh, Greg Taylor Signed a new Deal at Celtic By the way That's something We hadn't mentioned yet Either So pick up the phone Whatever is on your mind 0141 Andy Is up He's a Celtic fan From Royston What have you got For us tonight Andy? Gordon Howard Good evening How are you doing? Not bad Good thank you Hope you're well uh, no, just uh, I was listening earlier on, and it's just about uh, the signings that Postecoglou's made, and I think now he's won the trust of the, the board and certainly the fans that uh, the January transfer window is now only eight weeks away. Un- unfortunately, I think the Leverkusen might be too much for Celtic in Germany, and I think that Vigo will beat uh, and Faro. So therefore, Celtic will enter the, the Conference League. My point, I've got a point, and I've got an observation after that about Jota, but. The point is that if, if uh, Postecoglou is allowed to bring in a couple of other key players in the areas of the pitch, we might need strength in that. But I know it's not a, 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 a grand tournament, but Celtic could actually do really well in the Conference League. Yeah, I, surely we're not, and I love our footballing nation, but we're not at a stage where we can scoff at, at European competition, Hugh. So no. it, it's it's new and it's weird and we're just learning about it, this Conference League. But the simple fact that it exists... And Celtic now have European football after Christmas That's got to be a good thing Yeah, it's a, a good thing for Ange Postecoglou Andy talks about now having the trust of the board I assume that he had the trust of the board on the mm. day they appointed him Yeah, but I, I'm sure Andy's point is it's a lot easier For instance, if Ange Postecoglou decides that he wants to go back into the Japanese market uh-huh. His hand is strengthened when he can say Look at the last guy I picked you oh, from yeah, there yeah. Uh, I, I, I have no idea who picked Yota uh, But it's astonishing to think that you have someone like him and Celtic can get him. They have the option to buy six and a half million pounds, uh, and the Celtic way of doing business: buy him for six and a half and hope to one day sell him for twenty. Uh, so it, it's worked out quite well. Um, but there are others who have still to come to the fore. You might have thought that Liam Scales would have been featuring about the place last night. Uh, maybe when Bayern Leverkusen comes along, uh, but. He's done well. Abada has been a good signing. Kyogo has been a sensational signing. Yota sensational. Mm. Uh, so he's going along nicely. But I repeat, Carter Vickers is there on loan. Uh, Starfelt is still to improve to the degree that he needs to improve to. Uh, the the fullback positions. Anthony Ralston has ex- exceeded all expectations. Uh, Greg Taylor's got that new contract. Juranovic looks a decent player. It's coming along nicely But he has to keep it going Ange Postecoglou starting at Dundee and Sunday There's no respite for the man That's unfortunate But it's a it's a tough school That It does provide a good vehicle For this, this kind of progress That we're talking about Kenny Where if At Celtic or, or Rangers for that matter 
You should never be happy with going out of the Europa League. But if Celtic can get some points, you know, Celtic might end up on, I don't know, seven points, six points and going out. You know, they've had some good performances, right? It wasn't to be this time. It was a tough group anyway. Drop into the Conference League. Does it soften the blow a little bit? Does it give, you know, something to look forward to? And then, as Andy says, can you strengthen that squad in January? I think I think the fact that they've still got European football after Christmas is a huge positive. You know, yes, it's not in the in the competition they want to be in, but it's another competition. It's another. It's going to be another opportunity to progress in Europe. Uh, for me, again, it's a competition to win. You know, mm-hmm. can you do it? Again, it's, it's always going to be tough to win those types of uh, uh, competitions. But it's it's fantastic to have. For me, I'd much rather have it than not have Absolutely. it. Do you, do you Absolutely. Think, do you think Kenny in any way? Inhibits people when you've got a, you, Celtic have got to chase Rangers for the title. Rangers are top and Celtic are second. Rangers will be in Europe as well. Does Europe in any way inhibit your domestic form? See, as long as both of them are in it, <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's quite level, you know. Because if you're not in it and you're and you're out of the, like the Europa League completely, you finish bottom of the group, and the, and the Rangers or Celtic mm-hmm. have European football after Christmas. It's even the psychology It's not just about The physical side Because you know See when things are going well And Rangers have been done Really really well in Europe You can feed off it can you and Of course you can And so have Celtic I know Celtic have had a good, a good year last year But the, the previous years They had had success In the in Europa League By beating some Really really good teams I think Lazio mm. came Salzburgs and Leipzigs came and, and they had success In those groups So you can feed off that But The psychology of And even And a bit of the physical I would say as well Going the Thursday to the Sunday Being in a way uh, away game on a Thursday night Coming back Coming a game on an early morning On a Sunday When the other team Have already got the three points On the board on the Saturday It does give you That added bit of pressure And that was that's where The psychology comes into it Last week Celtic have the opportunity To go top of the league They miss a penalty They have not a great performance Against Livingston They get the draw And Rangers go on it be a boost You know mm. Now we can extend You know So Yes I think it can give The other team an advantage It's not just about The physical side I think it's also about The mental mm. side of it. And what was your other point Andy you wanted to share I, just bri- briefly on that, uh, I remember back in 2003 when Basel put Celtic out of the, the Champions League and uh, the Europa League was new at that time and most Celtic fans, like myself, were saying we're not really interested that. We went on the run and got to the final and it was fantastic. So the Conference League could be a good thing for Celtic. But my, my other uh, thing is just an observation on the situation with Jota, how I don't think Celtic will sign him quickly. Um, it's just about good financial management. Uh, Celtic uh, can get Jota tomorrow for £6.5 million. Pounds. But they can also get him at the end of May next year for £6.5 million. Pounds. If that money stays in Celtic's bank account, the interest will pay you as wages to the end of the season. There is no rush. It's just good financial management not to do it tomorrow. You sound, uh, you sound like Rishi Sunak. <laughs> uh, so I think we, we are we're, we're simple as football fans here. I think that actually makes perfect sense. But people, yeah. it's almost like the Celtic fans looking for a it would be a statement, wouldn't it? It would be like, right, we've got this guy, we like him, let's let's yeah, sign him exactly. up. It's that sort of thing. I mean, I think either... But you're right, there probably is no rush. Either the first or the second caller on tonight uh, said that unless they get him quickly, it will spoil his Christmas. So that there are two <laughs> ways of looking at this. Um, I just think that, uh, you know, Celtic are financially very well run. Uh, there's money in the bank. They, they are fine, thank you very much. Uh, so... I don't think the issue of Jota's wages between now and May mm. is uh, uppermost in mm. Ian Bankier's mind or um, 
anyone else at the club So I, I think the fans would rather he was signed sooner rather than later Thank you very much Andy and Royston 01419511025 um, I guess leads us on nicely Um to the news about Rangers financial figures today Announcing an operating loss of £23.5 million For the year ending 30th of June 2021 As everybody knows title uh, win last season But against the backdrop of COVID-19 So revenue down by almost 20% over that period uh, They also forecast a further £7.5 million Is required by the end of this campaign To cover the cost However, uh, an agreement is in place As we've become quite used to with uh, Douglas Park and fellow director John Bennett to provide loan facilities to meet that shortfall the board insists the club remains on track for stability by 2025 Hugh this is the bit where we quite obviously hold our hands up and don't pretend to be uh, real experts as such are we experts in anything probably not um, I'm not sure you need to be an expert to no. appreciate that 23.5 million operating loss is not a good thing and the drop of uh, 13 million pounds in revenue uh, of course Rangers, like any other club, are entitled to cite the effect of COVID-19. Celtic did the same thing. It's had a devastating effect on on Scottish football at large. But Celtic and Rangers are the two biggest clubs, therefore they will have the two biggest uh, negative impacts to deal with. Rangers have to look at the, the financial model. You know, were it not for Douglas Park and John Bennett... Uh, coming up with £7.5 million pounds. Uh, That's just to get Rangers to the end of the season They, they would be in trouble um, they, they have got to stop looking at The non-sale of players as a virtue They have uh, saleable assets uh, I, I think they've watched Morelos depreciate in value To an almost ridiculous degree uh, They didn't cash in when they had £16 million pounds on offer from Lille Rangers have to just behave like any other football club They have to sell players to help balance the books They cannot go on existing on loans Mm. And they cannot go on saying Well, if we win the league And then we get the Champions League You know, they've got to have a sustainable business model And right now, they're going from one season to the next Losing more and more money Well, that's the thing, Kenny Rangers would say that the... The, 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 whilst this is clearly not good how, how could it be described as good It's not unexpected And they predict that next year's won't look anywhere near as bad And as Hugh says You then get the carrot this season Potentially of automatic Champions League qualification And in theory A squad full of assets More than, than we've experienced at any time Over the last um, decade or so But I guess it's like everything When When will that player trading begin? And and will they make it to the, the top spot Which gets you to the Champions League this season? Well, again, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> Pretend I know all the ins and outs Of the, of the financial situation All I do know is There has been a lot of this Over the last mm-hmm. five, six, seven years We're in trouble that there's a loan We're in trouble there's a loan You know, it's like Hugh says It has to become sustainable Or it's, that's not a sustainable way Of moving forward In terms of the players I get it, there's, there is Now you look at the squad There's so many players that you could Definitely sell to kind of Bridge that gap if you will Champions League for me is Will be huge I do think Rangers come the end of the season Will be at the top I think they'll be too strong for, for anybody else in the league So the, the, the carry of that Automatic Champions League spot Will be will be something that will be in everybody's sights at Ibrox Yeah I mean let's bring in Frank Who's a Rangers fan on the line See what he's got on it Hi Frank Hi there Hi. How are you Kenny? 
Good, Frank. Uh, what I think might happen is they'll bring in Gilmore, they'll bring in Souter, oh. and they'll sell either Morelis or Patterson. Because next season, if I'm right in thinking, you, you qualify, if you win the league, you qualify automatically for the European Cup. So there's a gold mine there. But in the meantime, if I've maintained for the past nine months, a year, Morelis, is, his best days are over at Ibrox. And I feel bad about saying that, but it's, I don't think his heart's in it. I don't. I think when Lille came in, Gerard was left with a decision, hold on to him for another European campaign or else sell him. He decided to hold on to him and it hasn't worked. Because as far as I'm concerned, Morelis, don't get me wrong, there's potential in him to be a great player. But the minute a player says to you, his heart's not in it, he wants to go, he wants to go to a higher level, then that's the decision made. Yeah, I mean, Hugh, you already explained your feelings on it. Kenny, is he as valuable an asset now as he once was? No, in, in a word. I think the time probably to sell him would have been 18 months ago, two years ago, when he was in absolutely incredible form, both domestically and in Europe. Uh, some of his performances in Europe, honestly, he was unplayable. He was absolutely outstanding. Mm. And I think off the back of that, that's when 15 million, 16 million, 20 million pounds could have been achieved. Now I, I have to agree I don't think there'll be Those levels of, of funds Not not unless he gets himself back to that But I must agree with Frank It does look like All the speculation And let's this, 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 this be fair to Alfredo Since being in this country He's been under constant speculation you know, For when he was 20 year old to, 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 to now He's been constant, constant speculation to move So he's had to live with that I think there's been more than one occasion where he's actually alluded to the fact they would like to try mm-hmm. and go in a different league, a different club. So I do believe that he has depreciated in value. I don't think we'll get that level of money for him now. I still think he can be a, a big player for Rangers to achieve the league this year, but it may come a time where both for the player and for the club, it might be the right time to kind of mm-hmm. part ways potentially at the end of the season. I mean, Frank mentioned Nathan Patterson, for instance. If you're looking at you know when you kickstart that trading model, this is one at least we, we know there was interest there, we, we know there was bids. And, and this is where Rangers clearly do have a big decision to make because you've got you know, losses of £23.5 million, so selling someone would clearly help. But you want to get, I'm sure, you, like you, know, you still want a good deal, you don't want to sell at the first time. But he's your second choice right back And you might be able to get millions for him But it might not be as much as you get in the future So you're constantly going back and forward Trying to find that that right balance Well there's only um, There's one answer to that You either play him And then you maybe get the the value you feel he could be worth If he's playing regularly as a right back for, for Glasgow Rangers And the national team as well There's, there's 100% of value to that Or you sell him and you're going to have to take a hit mm. on, on, on what your expectations potentially could be Because at the moment And I've said it numerous times To dislodge James Tavernier Is going to have to be An incredible player Because he's going to have to Goals and assists There's no way he's going to match the numbers mm. In my opinion It's what James will Frank it was nice to talk to you 01419511025 I've got a teaser And more of your calls next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
It's that time of the night where Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans have to team up They have to put their football brains together And come up with the answers to this full-time teaser We've got loads more time for your calls as well We're here until 8 o'clock tonight And now Van Man, Van Man Glasgow, whoever he may be Has sent in your teaser for this evening with a Celtic theme And he says, since the 2008-9 season Nine players have signed for Celtic on a permanent deal From a team who is currently in England's top flight So since 2008-2009 Nine players have signed a permanent deal with Celtic From a team who is currently in England's top flight Now, there is a I'll explain a bit more as we go along But let's see how you get on to, to start with Any Any that spring to mind Robbie Keane, did he come on loan? He was on loan So we're talking from 08-09 onwards Anyone in, the, anyone in the squad at the moment That would have been signed from an English Premier League club? Carter Vickers And he's alone as well This is going well We'll get there uh-huh. We'll get there We'll get there Okay I'll let you think about it I mean who was signed in the summer maybe Is that even a place to start? It wasn't Kyogo It wasn't Abada It wasn't Jota It wasn't Starfelt <laughs> Come on Hugh, it, what is it was I need to get you up and running Before I I'm know, comfortable know, moving on Um He wears gloves and stars in a shampoo oh, advert. Joe Hart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Hart, right, we're one down. This could be a long night, folks. Yeah. Um, 01419511025 on the phones at Clyde SSB and Twitter. Let's bring in Ross, who's a Celtic fan from the drum. What's on your mind tonight, Ross? Hi there. Hello. I was just to ask the panel. Um, I noticed last night that um, Celtic were playing different way. Uh, Kyogo. And from the start, mm-hmm. obviously he didn't start the weekend. It's just a totally different tempo to when he's in the team to when he's not in the team. I was just wondering what the panel thought about that. Well, Kenny's nodding away, so I'm assuming you agree with Ross. I think that's it's, it's, it's obvious. You know, I think there's been a lot made of it. There's been a few games that he's been left out, uh, a few games that he's missed, and Celtic don't quite get the same level of performance. And I think. The results have suffered mm. as well, so he's clearly influential. We've already talked about him on the on the on the show tonight about how good a signing he's been, how a big an impact he's made on that starting eleven. So absolutely agree. I think whether he's, I mean, I like seeing him through the middle. Uh, I think that's where he's most effective. I think when he's been put wide, he's not been as he's not impacted the game as much. Hugh, you just wonder if when the January window rolls around or, or the next window. If Ange Postacoglu goes again for for that type of, of, of striker, not to say that he's binned off Jack is far from it. I mean, it's, it's far too early for anything like that. But he's he's clearly different stylistically. I don't think, even although with it, it's a bigger bench in Europe, I don't think a Yeti was anywhere no. on the bench last night. So you wonder if if Celtic will look to to make to make sure that in the days that Kyogo's not in the team, his absence isn't felt as much as it maybe is at the moment. Yeah, because Ayeti's a busted flush. He he will never be the replacement mm. for Kyogo. Yeah, tell on, us what you really think. Don't yeah, hold back. On any given day of the week, he will never be a replacement for Kyogo. Uh, Giamakis uh, has a bit of a problem, I think, uh, in that he cannot do what Kyogo does. Uh, therefore, the point you make is a valid one that they they need uh, not necessarily. Kyogo light They need Kyogo mm. Mark 2 um, And I'm sure that Ange Postacoglu Has people in mind And if you can Find 
Uncover Yota You can do it again uh, In Europe Without having to go To the J League uh, But It It is a problem In the short term For Ange Postacoglu Because I fully understand What he said You can't Flog a dead horse You can't Play Kyogo yeah. In every competition Of every week And midweek Because he's he played A season in the J League And then come here Is that something That worries you a bit Ross In, in the short to medium term Because as, as Hugh says He's going to he's gonna get rested again he's, he's played a full season In Japan He's going to get rested again Is that That's something That worries you a little bit Yeah um, It worried me When you Announced a while back That he got injured On international duty mm-hmm. Watching the games When he got injured On international duty It was just A difference In the team's tempo To when he was back Yeah because you have to You have to be careful Kenny don't you I mean the Ange Postacoglu said already He wanted to rest Tom Rogic But, but couldn't or, or didn't in time And now he's injured And he wanted to Rest Carl Starfelt But, but didn't in time And they're both out With muscle injuries So it's going to need to be there's obviously a balance there to be struck Yeah well those two players Maybe have taught him a little lesson That when he feels it's right He might need to do it It doesn't matter what game's coming around If he feels it's right for the player And again you've got sports scientists You've got physios You've got doctors in the building now That will always be pointing to these mm-hmm. things That It's not as if it's going to go under the radar So maybe the next time it comes along He'll make the decision yeah. no matter who he's playing But we did say I mean obviously this was never going to be fixed In one transfer window for Celtic How, good it, how could it be? Look at the the overhaul is, is he still the, the one If you look at even as good as Jota And you know Nabada scoring last night You've got Mikey Johnson and James Forrest on the bench um, There's maybe no Callum McGregor replacement There may be a little bit light in the middle He said about trying to to sign a, another playmaker In, in the light of, of, of Tom Rogic's injury But particularly Kyogo is he the one right now That if he does have to come out of the team The Celtic fans would think oh, that's that's you know that, that has the biggest impact I, I think you get to the stage where if Kyogo doesn't play, the Celtic fans will now be thinking, oh, oh we're in a bit of trouble here. Uh, and, and that's a, obviously with no disrespect to Yota, who has been fantastic, to Abada, who scored uh, goals since uh, joining Celtic, and he's still a very, very young man, 19, 20. Uh, but it's getting to the stage, I think, where the fans, particularly in the light of the draw with Livingston, will think... If Kyogo's not playing We might not win Absolutely agree I think that's You know what It's because the impact is made It's the goals that he's scored It's what's actually happened When he's not played as well For me though I think Celtic missed Tom Rogic I've mm. said it on, on numerous occasions now I think when Again you look at the game on Saturday uh, When you need to unlock that Deep deep block That 10 man defending behind the ball A bit of creativity Some Flair A vision for a pass Or a goal by the way I think Tom Rodgers Has mm. been a go-to guy uh, If the Celtic Over the last four or five years Ross nice to speak to you Any more on this teaser Players is, that were signed From English Premier League clubs I've got one by is, the way is, is Kenny Miller an answer? He's not No oh. I've got James McCarthy No he's, he's a permanent signing Why is he not on the list? That's what I want to know He should be We'll make it 10 Why is James McCarthy Not on the list? Hmm. Yeah good answer yeah. Well done Got one, yep. yeah. Any more? Dion Dublin? Oh, uh, no, no, no. We're off in the time. Someone's going to say that James McCarthy was technically a free agent or something, you know, in, in the middle. That that some sort of weird mm. rule, but I'm sure that might apply to others. Scott Sinclair? Yes. Ah. Ben Bailey? No. No. Fourteen Championship. Mm. Yep. Okay. Give you more thinking time. Yep. Let's bring in Dave, who's a Rangers fan in Townhead. Hi, Dave. 
Hi there, how you doing? Not bad at all, hope you're well What did you make of last night? Uh, I thought they, they should have won the game To be honest yeah. um, they're, they're, they're underachieving this season um, Especially in defence uh, I've got two points One point is That when Hadji plays Rangers win He's, he's the key to the you know, a diamond up front When he plays It doesn't matter who plays in front of him Because he's yeah, got the final pass um, Yeah I mean he certainly made an impact Last night Kenny And I've, I, It's kind of hard to To know where, where he's Because I feel like every Rangers fan likes him And I feel like they all think he's quality And I feel like the management speak highly of him And I know there was injury But you still don't really feel like he's guaranteed to play I think, Rangers team No I don't think uh, I mean, Listen he's played a lot It's not as if he's No of he's, course he's, yeah he's a bit part But you know what I mean Like yeah, sort of nailed on For I a big game if, tomorrow I think with everybody being fit Ryan Kent plays mm-hmm. Alfredo Morelos plays Who gets the nod On the Right hand side Of that front three Is Is it Joe Rebo Scott Arfield's played it before Is it Fashion Sakala Is it Yanis Hadji Yanis Hadji has Probably been the one If you were to say Rangers front three over the last year or so it's probably been Kent Morelos and Hadji so he has probably been the more the roof into that mix roof into the mix now as well I think definitely I think again we're talking about Fred Morelos he might now be someone that they might look to go through the middle if if, if Stephen's not too happy with uh, with what Alfredo's doing at the moment so listen there's so many options and so many different options but good options in that front three Rangers that is it's tough to pick I think if there was a big game tomorrow I think it would be Kent Hadji and Morelos mm. I mean Dave, the manager, Stephen Gerrard's talking about maybe changing the front three. He clearly wasn't happy with them last night. He looked like he was making a bit of a statement with that. Is that something you, you think you'll see at the weekend then? You, you'd like to see Yanis Hadji start and maybe start a few games on the spin? I think so. Uh, I don't think, um, uh, to be honest, Morelos is scoring goals just now. So um, that's just a, you know, a matter of fact. He might come into form... Um, but the, the 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 other point I was making was um, Tavernier at the back and Golson. That's where the problem is. Because Tavernier reminds me of Whitaker, um, and they're very very good going forward. He's got a great pass. He's a, he can score goals, but defending, um, I wouldn't say he's he's that good. And I would I would actually be saying to Stephen Gerrard, play Patterson. As a fullback and play Tavernier in front of him. Keep hearing you know, this. Keep hearing this, Kenny. Does that work for? Oh, it's not for me. Not it's work. not for me. You know, and I'll tell you why. It's a completely different position. Because Rangers don't play with wide wingers. There's no way Tav can play a heady Patterson in the inside pockets that that the the, 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 the front three play in. Tav is a Tav is a really really good fullback. If you played him higher up the pitch, I think it's a it's a completely mm. different role. You're receiving the ball differently. You're not coming on it. I think you would see James's game suffer if he went and if further up position, unless they changed the job description of those mm-hmm. wingers. But Dave, I wonder if if you and, and some Rangers fans are, are putting too much emphasis on this balance. And when you load your argument like you just did, you almost Disregard the attacking stuff It's like yeah 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 He's good at attacking But what about the other side of it For two away league The last two away league games That Rangers have played Against St Mirren and Motherwell They've fallen behind And then the right back The captain has popped up Scored one Assisted one And and turned the game on its head These are huge Huge moments in the games That that he provides Is that not Is it not a bit unfair? I don't know I don't don't, uh, say he shouldn't be in the team um, Because he, he is quality you know, but it's just about the the 
since Orlando wasn't there at centre-back alongside Goldson, the, the trouble seems to be coming between Tavernier and Goldson for some reason. What goes wrong last night, Kenny? Is that is it is there a freak element to the goal that Rangers concede? Or, you know, what? apart you know, from the obvious of don't head it into your own net, what yeah, would but, he do different? But he's, 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 he's reacting to... To, like to head the ball to clear mm-hmm. it You know it's just been on the wrong side of him And the direction's just been wrong But it was a complete reaction to it It's not as if he It was like it's, it's been flicked on mm-hmm. And it's, he's just automatically went towards What was the defender should To try and cut it out Head it away Defend it And he's just got it wrong You know and There's no chance for Alan McGregor in the goal He couldn't believe it was in the back of the net So yeah again That's their only shot If mm-hmm. you want to call it that Or header on target in the game And it's the goal that they lost it was just obviously missing a few chances that, that, that cost Rangers getting it, three points. Never take anything for granted in Scottish football, Hugh. But if you are Rangers and you're coming off the back of a, a a bit of a disappointment in Europe, to be at home against the bottom team in the league is not a bad fixture to return to. Oh, but we know Ross County did excellently yeah. in the last games. So I'm not taking anything away from them, but the fact remains at home against the the bottom side. Yeah, uh, I feel sorry for uh, Malky Mackay and Ross County because they were really looking forward to the visit of Hibs and feeling good about their chances and then the Covid intervened. Um, I go back to Kenny's point. If push gets to shove, Kent, Hadji, Morelos, why not on Sunday? Because everything's in your favour. You've got home advantage. The fans are delighted to welcome back Ryan Kent. They have thrilled to the goal scored by Hadji. They always have Morelos in their hearts So why not play that front three With home advantage mm. Against the bottom club No brainer Thank you Dave We're looking for Well 10 The list will possibly go up Who knows <laughs> Permanent signings That Celtic have made From teams that are currently In English Premier League McCarthy Hart uh, Sinclair Jordi Samaras Yes Well done He's one of the early ones So remember it's from the 08-09 season Craig Gordon no, no, he was just out of the game, wasn't he? he didn't I think he was attached to anyone for a while before Fraser that? Foster. Yes, Fraser Forster. I like that teamwork there. Hughes can hits the post. Yep. Miller on the <laughs> rebound. Okay. What's that? Six. Some of the six. names on here. I'm telling you. I'll, t- I'll, I'll be on. I'll eliminate a couple for you. Right. Just the van man has wanted to clear this up. He's not included Frimpong or Cham, right? Because they came from Man City, but were never anywhere near the first team or uh-huh. anything like that. So uh-huh. he's eliminated those two. I know that's what you were about to say, weren't you? You were about to say Olivier oh, and Chan. Chan. Yeah, I thought you did. Yeah. All right, I'll give you some more thinking time. We'll get the rest of the answers next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Call Robert Accident Repair. Accident not your fault. You'll be back on the road within 24 hours. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans They're trying their best to come up with the answers to this teaser Sent in by Van Man Glasgow To full time at Clyde1.com We're looking for, we think, 10 um, Players that have been signed for Celtic on a permanent deal From a team who's currently in the top flight in England So you've got recently James McCarthy We added him in uh, Joe Hart Scott Sinclair Fraser Forster Georgius Samaras From West Ham United Albion Ayeti Your favourite Kenny you missed the fine, One of the finest moments Of the season A few Fridays ago When Hugh was on Giving it Ayeti will never start For Celtic again I've got more chance Of starting for Celtic Who started the next day he Scored twice It's like <laughs> honestly he just, He's incredible Moves on for one mistake To the next Exactly <laughs> he's, he's incredible His timing is wonderful um, You may now be 
proven right in time yes. for, for what it's worth. Any more? Colo Toure. Yes, good shout. Anything else doing? One more game. Oh, well, you did get one more during the break. Yeah, I'm oh, sure sorry, I heard you. Yep, so Dedrick Boyata. Dedrick Boyata, well done from Man City. So by my count, that leaves you one, two, only two. One of them. Let's just forget it because I want to get up the road at eight o'clock. I don't yeah. want to stay here until Christmas Eve, and even then, you probably give, won't give us get a clue, it. Give us a clue. Um, and the, the other one is doable. You've just forgotten. We're back at the early stages. He's the the easiest of the two is Scottish. And it's right back at that 08-09 But it, it was from an English Premier League club Your full back? No Paul Telfer? No, 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 no. There's an, I've got a few more clues up my sleeve for this guy I mean, you'll have played Scotland games with this guy for sure You've just maybe Because he had ah, I'm holding back on that other clue I think if I give you He had more than one spell at Celtic It's too easy, isn't it? I've blown it I've blown it Well maybe not Looking at the blank expressions That we're getting in here Sean Maloney Yes Sean Maloney. How can I forget about Sean How can you forget about Sean Maloney Alright one to get So we'll leave it there for now What about tomorrow afternoon Hugh What's tickling your fancy We know that the Europa League Means Celtic go to Dundee on Sunday And Rangers host Ross County What in particular interests you For tomorrow well, I mean, Obviously Aberdeen Are creeping up the league table uh, After a horrendous run uh, and Motherwell are creeping down yeah, it So it's a bad uh, combination And they're, and they're on the rebound from the, the dreaded six uh, That Rangers scored against them last Sunday uh, Hearts Dundee United Lot to that game as well Tam Courts And indeed Robbie Nielsen Were going on all cylinders uh, Until last weekend uh, And both slipped up um, So the Saints go marching in The pair of them At uh, Paisley tomorrow So in each game mm. the, the, There's there's intrigue there But I'm settling on Aberdeen Because after the caning That Stephen Glass has taken And his chairman Dave Cormack uh, They have started To look like A team who are capable of Rising And they've got the same points as Hibs now yeah, that's a good fixture card, that isn't it, Kenny? Hearts yeah. Dundee United is third against fourth. Both enjoyed good starts to the season. St Johnston and St Mirren, you're not really quite sure what, what you're getting from, from them at the moment. Good results in, in a, a bit of a mixed bag. And Aberdeen and Mother will look like that they're going to cross each other at some point soon. Um, in fact, they already have. Aberdeen are now are now ahead. They're on on goal difference certainly. Um, so a lot to look forward to. A lot of, lot of good fixtures um, I would look forward to Hearts Dundee United I think Hearts obviously back off their, their first defeat Dundee United lose last week to St Johnston Both will be looking to bounce back uh, and, and get back to winning ways And maintain their position at the top of the table Yeah and I mean I, I, I saw We knew we like Tam Courts he, uh-huh. he's, he's got some nice buzz phrases Puts things in a way that we've not heard before Maybe <laughs> he says he wants to recruit some Hearts fans That's his way of dealing with the atmosphere at Tynecastle He thinks you can I don't know if that's the equivalent of shutting them up or getting them on side or something. He says they can recruit the Hearts fans. Halliday only to watch from the side. He was in here with his Hearts tracksuit on the I other know. night. You were texting in, calling him a hatchet man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for his troubles. Um, who do you fancy in that one? Um, I fancy Hearts. Um, Home advantage and all that. You know, Dundee United have had some great results. In fact, none better than. Uh, going to Edinburgh and taking three off Hibs at Easter Road mm-hmm. uh, So come in that frame of mind Robbie Nielsen, uh, Andy and everybody else Will have a, their work cut out But 
Hearts You know they're still in there And, and I want to see Hearts And Dundee United And Aberdeen And Hibs Come and give us something to talk about Because the vibrancy of the league Was slightly upset last week Rangers won And that's their credit But teams mm. Second, third and fourth Slipped up Right you've got one more to get on this teaser It is extremely difficult um, And again it, it could fall into that category He did make one appearance this guy I think it was one um, For Man United So that's why he's in there But it's It's tough It is tough Defender Uh huh Name's gone The name's gone It's He's a right back Lee No 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 no, no. no, we, no. Big no, no, no 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 You're thinking You're thinking Tyler Blackett oh, That was a loan Right so Okay No I'm gone then Beat me it's Beat me Initials <laughs> <laughs> Come on then Just give me the initials S-J Come on, yeah. <laughs> I think it's pronounced With a silent J though If that's any use that just gathers up Saidi Yanko Nah. Oh, nah. no chance Told you That's uh, Good effort that. up until that point Thank you Kenny Miller Thank you Hugh Keevans Thanks to you for your calls and tweets We are back tomorrow at 2 And you know what's up next GBX Friday Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Call Robert Accident Repair Why call your insurance? Let Robert take away the hassle